Okay, I'm gonna see if I can get this to work here. Hello, everybody. We're gonna open the meeting of the Orville Citizens Oversight Committee, June 3rd, 2021. I'm reading the Zoom instructions here, but I'll just turn over our agenda. And we're going to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. Brian, can you lead us? Do we need to take a roll call? Committee member alternate Hatley. Here. Committee member Smith. Present. Member Grover. Here. Member Flicker. Present. Committee member Malone. Here. Committee member Castro. Present. Committee member Seichow. He's on Zoom. Committee member Delmar. Committee member Terry. Here. Committee member Quintel. Here. Committee member Say Chow, are you able? Here. Okay, thank you. We'll move on to um, public communications. Um, Jurassic Committee about eating items not listed on the agenda. Do we need to add or delete or discuss any items that aren't listed on the agenda? I have not received any public speakers. Thank you. Continue on to regular business. Update on revenue and expenses for Measure U District Tax. Good evening, committee members. This is Ruth Wright, Finance Director for the City of Oroville. I have given you a couple handouts. The first handout um, we're gonna look at is this one. It is the fiscal year 2021 year to date. I'm gonna update you on the revenues and expenditures so far year to date. So if you look at the top part of the spreadsheet, it is the revenues and we have received revenues through May we received the revenues on the 24th of every month, so we have not received June's yet. Um, but if you average these out, you can see already that we have received $5.3 million, and we only budgeted 4.8. We did that so low because of COVID. We really dialed it down thinking we were gonna be um, having some significant losses due to that, but we have not. So we're already at 5.3 with three more months of revenue to go. So we're already at 109% of our total budget. And if you average that out the next three months, we are gonna make it over 7 million in this fund this year. So uh, from budgeting 4.2 to realizing over 7 million, that's quite a significant difference. We did not budget that high. So we're expecting another surplus this year. 
So if you move down to the bottom part of that spreadsheet, you can see the expenditures to date. And this is through the March. I did the revenues through May because it's just one figure. But the expenditures are just through March because we're doing them quarterly. So that's 75% of the year that is done, but we're only at 50% of the budget. So you kind of, if you're, if all things are, are being equal and um, you budget right on, that would say 75%, but we're only at 50. So uh, revenues are way over and our expenditures are about 25% under. So um, as you can see, we're going to uh, experience another surplus this year. So. Um, we kind of took that into account when preparing the budget for 21-22. We bumped up the street, because every year we've been doing $500,000 for street repairs. We bumped that up to 1.5, because we're starting to deplete the other funds that we're using for road projects. Um, we're starting to deplete those. So we bumped up the road repairs to 1.5 this year from 500000 so does anybody have any questions on our revenues and expenditures to date? Okay. I think we're ready for the next agenda item. Okay. We'll move on. Thank you, Ruth. We'll You're move welcome. on to um, item number two, review of Measure U District Tax Budget for 2021-22 fiscal year. So you have another handout in front of you. It is um, straight out of our budget book that we provided to council Tuesday night. And this is um, one page. It is the district tax fund. As you can see, it has the 1920 actual. It has our 1920 budget. And then we did a 1920 projected. And I have projected out, averaging out all the Revenue that we've had so far projected $7.3 million. And for 2021, oh, that should say 21, 22, uh, that's a typo. We are almost at $7.5 million in revenue that we are expecting for next year. So in budgeting the expenditures, we kind of basically went along with last year. We have, um, I broke it down by department this year. And if you look at the next page, that's by category. It's the same information, it's just in a different format. And then on the last page of that handout series is the positions that we budgeted in there. And so it kind of speaks to, like, if you look at city administrator, you're going to see back here there's an administrative assistant position and a code enforcement manager, associate planner, Code, code enforcement technician, staff assistant. So you can see all the positions that correspond to the front page for the departments. Uh, the only thing that we have extra in here, as I already mentioned, is we bumped the street maintenance so we could do more paving projects to 1.5 million. And you can see that on under public works and streets, you could see that number is quite larger than any of the other previous years. And we went along and did the same thing, <clears throat> budgeting the transfers. So $1.5 million to the Capital Asset Replacement Fund. And um, I should tell you there, we've worked with all the departments this year, and we are have a very extensive list that came to about $1.4 million this year. We are buying nine police cars, a fire truck, not a fire truck, a, like an F-150 
type vehicle, some equipment, a street sweeper, um, a, a vector. I'm not sure what that is, but it's for the sewer department. There's just um, quite a list. Everybody got to have their their list in there, and it was so nice that we had the money to be able to budget for them this year. And um, anyway, that's basically what we did last year, so we're going to keep trying to do that so we can catch up with our aging fleet and replace things and do projects, and it's been really great. So does anybody have any questions about the budget? I'd like to, I'd like to add to that if I could, Ruth. Okay. <clears throat> I handed you out a packet that has a very colorful pie chart on the front. What the pie chart is on the front, it represents the positions that are listed on the chart that Ruth provided you that has the position controls on it. So it demonstrates to you in a, in a pie chart form where the money was allocated. As you can see in the pie chart, the majority of the dollars for employees was put into the public works and streets departments, followed by the police department, then followed by the uh, planning and then um, fire. So it kind of breaks it down, makes it a little more visual as to where those dollars went. Now what we did to uh, come up with this and how this was formulated was we took the list, which is the back stapled part of the packet with the color uh, chart on the front. This is the synopsis of what the committee's goals were and what you felt that the priorities should be for the budgeting. So what we did is we used this list in order to come up with those priorities and categorize that list. The list that I provided you that has numbers to the side, 1 through 13, each one of those numbers are listed on here and to which one of the uh, Citizen Oversight Committee priorities that that um, particular position fills or um, satisfies or meets that. So I think what we're looking for is for you to review the list that we have in front of you of the priorities and then see where those um, particular expenditures are associated with and then um, we're looking for a affirmation from the committee that we did um, meet the goals of the committee and that the Measure U expenditures do meet those goals and are appropriate. And I will try to answer that if that was confusing. It's not confusing to me because I did it, but oftentimes I do things and it's very confusing to everybody else, but I understand it completely. So um, if I can answer any questions regarding that or how we did that or how we formulated that, I'd be more than happy to. Okay. Yes, well, sir. I do have a question. More, it's about just under number one because um, I noticed them, the goats that are they're now actually behind the mission in the yes. rail yard. Is Are that some of the goats that the city has brought in? Yes, those are yes. the goats. They're all over the city. Man, it is doing an incredible job. Well, last year, the goats, um, and you know, and it, it was a, the goats probably saved the city from a significant tragedy with the fire that occurred last year just across the river because the vegetation being ate down kept the fire out of our core. Um, so, you know, the, the goats do an amazing job. I was worried about having to do a fire break behind the mission. Uh, I'm not worried about it anymore. No, no, we because the goats have provided a fire break. They do that. We've had them go down through Dry Creek, which is a safety issue for the city because Dry Creek is actually the main drainage for all drainage in the city of Orville as it takes it to the river. They have went down through there and ate the vegetation out of that, so that we're going to get better flow. We hope this. Uh, winter through there. I mean, some of the challenges that we have with that is um, the unexpected inhabitants in the pipe um, that goes underneath the city and also the um, 
residual effects, uh, I guess the stuff that's drug in there essentially. So, But the goats are a very uh, important part of what we're doing. And, you know, it's really nice to go down and see this because there's a large portion of our community that really enjoys the goats. I mean, everybody's smiling when they're there seeing the goats, and I am too. I, I don't know why I'm not... Um, I'm not a goat person, but I just like to see the goats. <laughs> so, yes, Ms. Castro. Um, my question um, for Ruth, would you please explain to me again on page one the column dates? Because I'm missing 2122. All right, this page? Yes. Yeah, I mentioned that was a typo. It is 2122. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I missed. Yeah. Okay, so 1920, 1920, 1920? No. 1920, 2021, when people are asking us how much do we spend on the fire department, it was getting missed. The part that was in the district tax wasn't getting picked up. So I had to do another page to explain the district tax by department so it showed so that I could add them together and show the total. Because actually the district tax and the general fund are both general fund and for financial statement purposes we combine them. So I had to do I had to do this, but I also wanted to mention if you look at the second page, it's actually showing you the projected fund balance. Uh, the first page does not, so you can see that we're really expecting large surpluses. And I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, if council said, "Hey, we we have the manpower to do more street projects. Let's see if we can, you know, add to it during the year." It, it should be available. For spending during the year, if there was, if the council wanted to choose to do that, and most of you've probably noticed, Feather River Boulevard was repaved all the way down through ground down repave. Some of the issues we ran into with our repaving projects are, is that we're running into sinkholes after we're paving. There's uh, sinkholes developing in these, so some of the expenditures have been greater than what was anticipated. But even with that, last year we budgeted 3.1 million dollars, and I think we ended up spending 1.9 million. Um, so we are aggressive. We're even ratcheting up what we were doing last year to do more because we're trying to get caught up from the many years that we didn't do anything. The most important street that got paved uh, in this last go around was Brookdale, and that's because um, uh, Mark Grover lives on Brookdale, and uh, he was insistent that that got paved. I mean, so uh, sure, uh, I've been being thrown under the bus for a long time, Mark. So I figured. <laughs> No, no, but there was a lot of little streets. We don't pick the streets. Our engineer, there's an assessment made of the condition of the streets, and the engineer decides which um, streets are the worst, and those just happen to be the ones that um, came up. So um, we did do a lot more paving this go-around than we've done in many years. So Measure U is uh, having its effect. Uh, one of the issues that we had with Measure U, just so that you're aware, is why this has been a little bit miscombobulated and doesn't seem to be taking off quite like it should um, is we got the tax and then we were very slowly walking into this to see where we were at because we weren't sure what it was going to do so we kind of slowly went into this about the time that we got up to speed and figured out kind of what this was going to do um, the coronavirus hit the country um, and then that shut down the economy so again we're back to we didn't
didn't know what this was going to do. And the last thing we wanted to do was create unsustainable uh, situations that where we overspent, overestimated. So, you know, we will get better at this. Uh, the uh, oversight committee was was very useful and helpful. Um, the point of giving you or giving you this tonight is just to uh, reaffirm for you that we did hear what you said and we did listen to what you wanted us to expend these dollars on. What we're going to do after tonight is if the committee uh, uh, is in agreement with the budgeting that we have done on this is we will be reporting back to the council on the 15th that this has been in front of you. You've had an opportunity to review it and you have said that this is um, met your priorities and the uh, parameters of Measure U. I didn't have the opportunity to make it to the workshop. I was at our initial workshop, but I didn't go to the last one. So um, I, I'll have to defer to the rest of you as, as far as what Mr. Legaron is asking is if this corresponds with the goals and the ideas of what you guys all said. Brian. You got to push the button there, Brian. Well, first I want to say, I. I do think this strongly reflects the direction that the committee was providing. Um, obviously, it doesn't meet all of them because you've only got 13 and there were 40 or 50. So, uh, but I do think that you did a great job of following the direction that we provided and ensuring that these items were appropriate for the fund usage and in the direction we wanted it to go. Thank you, sir. Yes, ma'am. Um, I have I have a question on um, the on on this page. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, it says page one. The and this might not be appropriate if we're talking budget, but I'd sure not. I would sure like to see that 1.5 number significantly dedicated to what we need in the city in the next six months. I know we don't want to buy it down completely. But I think that we should be, you know, really, really proactive in, in using that money. I don't know how much of it is appropriate or you're comfortable with, but is that something that we can kind of keep in the loop on or sure. how does the, that work? You're referring to the reserve? Yes. Yeah. No, that is something, you know, as we become more fluid and comfortable with this, that is something that probably you'll see start to reduce. I mean, and the reason why... Putting 1.5 into a reserve essentially gives us a $1.5 million buffer. I mean, because if that money were never to arrive, then we just don't have nothing to put into the reserve. So it's kind of a buffer there. But as we get more comfortable and the economy becomes a little more predictable, um, you'll probably start to see that reserve because we do want to pour that money back into the community because the the feeling of the of staff and, uh, and our council, I believe, is that these... Um, revenues that the city receive is not um, taken or as a tax or paid to the city because the citizens of Oroville want to see us with a great big fat checking account. They want to see projects done in their community. So we want to put those projects back into our community uh, as quickly as we can, but we also want to do it in a conservative manner so we don't create a situation where we're not sustainable because the last thing we want to do is end up upside down. So with all of those words, yes, we'll start reducing that. <laughs> what a wonderful world that we're up here going, spend money, spend money. Mm -hmm. right? It's an environment I mean, that our city a, has not experienced not ever. <laughs> and I did some just preliminary numbers from Tuesday nights, 
Um, the measure used approximately 25% of the city's budget. budget. That's significant. Yes, it is, it's a huge portion of our budget, and the city is, uh, there was many years when we didn't have adequate funding to meet all of our, uh, the community's needs, and the community has slipped and fallen behind because of that. So fortunately, we have been blessed with this, and this will give us an opportunity, and it's going to take time. It took us time to get behind. It's going to take us time to get caught up, but this will give us the opportunity to get caught up, and then hopefully get caught up and stay in front of it. Thank you. Uh, on the reserves, to me, that's kind of a savings type of um, thing for us. Um, and I'm just curious, is there a number set that will be maintained in the reserves in case, because economy is sure. not this, economy is up and down. So if we're in the middle of a project or something's going on and the economy does this for, for a minute, are we... To me, we should have money set aside in a reserve type program. Now, what that amount is, I don't know. You know, that would be up to whoever, but but a certain amount that would say, well, that would carry us through that project to so we weren't trying to trying to dig for money somewhere if, if something terrible would was to happen. That's why I'm just kind of curious is, you know, one and a half million dollars in the reserve right now, if if there was a number projected by anybody that says, well, we should never go below this number in the reserve. There is a um, minimum reserve amount set by the council that is budget policy that we do stay within. This reserve that we're talking about here is measure U dollars that are being reserved, along with general fund dollars. Staff's goal is to, and it's a lofty goal, and, and it's going to take many, many years, probably 10 or more to obtain, is to have 100% reserve. We would like to have enough money in the city's coffers that if we stop generating revenue, the city could make it for a year. Um, likelihood of that is, you know, not good, but we would like to drive to there. That's our goal right now. What is our percentage, Ruth? Is it 10%? We reserve? actually we actually set a range from 8 to 15% or something, so we're at the upper end of that range. So we're looking to, you know, because we believe in having a reserve at some point. Um, you know, at some point it may become a ridiculous reserve. I, I don't think having 100% of your annual income is a ridiculous reserve. I mean, personally, but I don't set policy. That's, uh, you know, this, this committee would have to give a recommendation on that, and then our council would have to set a policy on that. So, but we are approaching this from a very conservative approach. Okay, thank you. Is there statements uh, on this topic? It's a, it is an interesting issue to have um, spend the money yeah. as opposed to we're broke, we can't do anything. Um, now you actually have you actually have to work a lot harder now that you have the money. I, I don't know how the staffing is here at the city, but uh, in, in the business I'm associated with, we can't find anybody that wants to work. So I don't know if you guys are struggling with that or not, but it's a challenge. It's a real challenge. I think we all are. I mean, you know, and you know, when you have work in an organization that for decades has been uh, not had adequate funding, a culture is developed. I mean, and so that culture is something that we struggle with, that we have to find a way to change the culture that, um, you know, when something's broke, 
fix it. Um, don't try to find a way to put a Band-Aid on it until tomorrow, fix it. I mean, that's, so we are having those struggles. We're growing up is what it is, and we're struggling with that. I mean, so we're struggling with actually having the money. I mean, you know, you know, have our head down and our hands folded, you know, concerned because, you know, we have to go buy something that's $50. I mean, and it's just like, you know, our community has blessed us. They've told us they want us to do these things. Start fixing things. I mean, getting getting it done. So, Mr. So. Chair, I have committee member Say Chow with his hand raised. Hey, everyone. Uh, this is Casey Chow. Sorry I couldn't be there. I'm sick, and I want to spread it to you guys. But my question is, uh, with the increase in expenses for the police, is there any statistics on the decrease in crime or um, the response rate? No, there's none prepared for this meeting. Did you hear that? Okay, that's all. I'm sorry. I wanted to make sure you heard the response. That there's nothing uh, prepared. For there's this. nothing prepared. If there's something that you're looking for specifically, you can certainly get a hold of me um, after the meeting, and we can work on that and try to get that data for you. Right now, the police department, um, like all police departments, is struggling. The profession is not one that a lot of people are looking to get into right now. Um, and the uh, some of the individuals that are looking to get into it are not ones that you would want in it. So we are doing our best, um, but it's a difficult, a very competitive environment now for new police officers and um, uh, transfers or laterals. So it's a, it's a difficult area right now, but we are working on that. Um, we are depleted in the police department. Um, we are reducing back to our basic core services, which means patrol. Other programs are stopping I mean, because our primary focus is delivering that service when somebody accesses the 911 system. So there would be no correlation directly right now with these dollars with the um, crime statistics in the city of Orville because of the fact that our forces are depleted. If we were at full uh, force with these dollars, then I think there would be a direct correlation. But right now we're just so short that they're, the correlation just uh, can't be extrapolated out and be a reasonable one based upon the funding versus staffing. All right, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, question. I'll come back to it. What were you we talking about before? Oh, the police. Oh, I know what it is. Jordan. Jordan is doing some wonderful. Sorry, Jordan's doing some wonderful things to help publicize and be a positive voice for the city and what we're doing. And I wanted to thank her for that, and thank anything, any tools you can give us, such as um, com uh, committee member San San Che Saint Cho. Um, anything, any tools like that that you can give us would be helpful. So when someone says, oh, that tree over there isn't cut, I can say, yeah, the other 5,000 were. Right. Anything we can do to positively support this in our community, I would find very helpful. That is one thing that we do have to do a better job on is actually marketing ourselves. I mean, a lot of times, you know, we always are responding to criticism, but we are seldomly out there waving our arms saying what a good job we're doing. So um, we are not... Very, and I'll be honest, I'm not very good at that. You know, I, I know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm providing quality work, and of course, everybody else should know that. But you know, I don't 
you know, I, like I said, I'm not good at that. It is something that has been brought to my attention. It is something that, you know, we have to do a better job at, you know, of marketing ourselves. One of the things that we've talked with Miss um, Daly about on that is actually doing that, making sure that our social media pages are updated, trying to put something positive, making sure that people see the Measure U uh, dollars at work. We actually have a Measure U decal that goes on to all of the equipment that is purchased with Measure U. Uh, there's signage that's going to be, or if it hasn't already been created, when they're paving a road that said this is funded by Measure U. That way our community knows uh, what's going on, where those dollars are being spent, because you know we're involved in this. We know what's going on here. But if you're not involved in local city government, a lot of times you just you don't know. And quite honestly, a lot of people don't care. Um, but we do need to. They do care when they hear they're paying an extra one percent, and they need to know what those dollars are being spent on. And and I think there's a lot of things that we should be proud of. So that is something, uh, Ms. Castro, that we're working on. That um, and I can tell you a lot of it. I struggle with that. I mean, so I will try to do a better job and work with the people that are um, providing that. I think that's a really good point, Jordan. Start um, documenting and tracking all your successes because we are actually doing a lot of good stuff, and you're right, not everybody knows. I mean, if it's, if it's an issue staffing police department, all they're going to say is, you know, they took all of our money, they didn't hire anybody here, they didn't, you know, increase our safety. But we know there's a lot of good things going on. So you're going to be a PR person now also. <laughs> Mr. Chairperson, uh, if we could... If the committee is in agreement with this, could there be a vote on, by the committee that this is an appropriate expenditure so we can report that back to the council? Uh, absolutely. We have a, uh, a motion and a second. And uh, I'm not sure exactly how you wanted to word that, Mr. LeGround, um, just that we, uh, we've reviewed and we support the budget. Yes, yes sir. Okay. Um, so we do have a, a motion and a second for that. Do we need to do a, a verbal roll call or vote, or do, can we just do an I or an A? Let's just do a verbal. Committee Member Hadley? Yes. Committee Member Smith? Yes. Committee Member Gover? Yes. Committee Member Flicker? Yes. Committee Member Malone? Committee member Castro? Yes. Committee member Seychow? Yes. Committee member Delmar? Committee member Terry? Yes. Committee member Quintel? Yes. Motion carries. Thank you. Item number three is the approval of the minutes. Um, I will. Look for a, a motion and a second to approve the minutes from March 9th and April 15th, please. Have a motion. Did I hear a second? Good. Okay, we have a motion and a second. Committee Member Hadley? Yes. Committee Member Smith? Yes. Committee Member Grover? I abstained because I wasn't at the meeting. Committee Member Flicker? Yes. Committee Member Malone? Yes. Committee Member Castro? I'd like to approve the first the month first month, but I mean the second month, the April fifteenth, but I have not reviewed or have a copy of the other minutes, so I have to abstain from that. I have no idea how that works. Committee I, Member I, Say Trow? Yes. Committee Member Terry? Yes. 
Committee Member Quintel. Um, motion carries. Thank you. Is there any other comments or questions um, from the committee members? Come on, is anybody else going to talk besides me? I All right, I'll talk. I All right. I just want to say that uh, uh, Bill, Mr. Administrator, Chief, uh, you've done a great job, and uh, we appreciate all you've done. And uh, looking at our list that we had went through in the last two meetings, uh, you've done a great job of putting them together to uh, see a great uh, realization that there is a lot of stuff going on in Orville. I drive up and down the city all the time uh, from our church, and I'm in downtown a lot, and there's just a lot of stuff going on, and it's looking great, and I just want to commend you and the council and all your workers for doing a great job. Thank you, and I have to share the that with Ruth. Ruth does an amazing job on our budget every year. She's, That's right. Uh, You're great. She's, she's, we like to refer to her as our, she's our head figure. I mean, so. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, well, if there's no further comments, burning desires, then uh, we're going to adjourn this meeting. Oh, I do have a burning desire. You do have a burning desire? Yes. Are we short a committee member? Or we have all? Is that the park? No, I'm we are. I'm sorry. I believe I'm... we are short one on this committee as well. The council will address that uh, probably in July. Okay, just great. Thank you. Can't remember what committee I'm I believe I did see some of that in the looking at the bylaws that and and also I think we may soon or I think we're past due um, having a new chair and I was I wasn't going to address it tonight because it wasn't on the agenda but we may want to look at that probably what we'll do then is we, we will look at this and review all of this and if we decide to let mr. Quintel go we will um, if not we'll make him come back um, but we will have a meeting probably in July, just a formation meeting to figure out the chair and the vice chair and uh, reestablish whoever, um, or not reestablish re those that wish to stay and then and reappoint that the council's reappointed and also introduce the new member. That way we just have a form formed and we're ready to go at the next meeting. Super. Well, I'm going to adjourn.